0: They talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. They talkin' all of they talking all of they talking all of this madness,
1: talking What's up everybody? Welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Alo Aaron Lloyd. I'm joined with my best friend, act 2 Fly, Eric Trembicki. How you Oh, I'm, excuse me. Dirty Dominic Trembicki. How you doing, babe? So I
0: mean I'm honestly I'm struggling out here. Um been every other week at the barbershop lately, so tomorrow. Is my haircut day, so like essentially I'm depressed right now. I'm looking like a homeless person, but overall good. Tonight I'm a wine enthusiast. Act to fly, oh, Mysteria. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay, So we, so you know, we know you have the good stuff then.
0: I've had eight different wines tonight.
1: Hmm, might get a little wild on here, but before that happens,
0: I, I had a little wine sampling, and then I also I don't think I told you I guess
1: it was probably like right around
0: it was probably like the day of our last recording or the day before or after i uh i had a customer who bought a car who gifted me a case of wine
1: hmm.
0: so i don't know i know limited about wine like when i just was at this wine tasting with michelle and she's going over she's like it's, this, it's like me talking about beer to somebody i'm like you know slow down i'm you're losing me i was like This is, this is from, why are you mentioning the country is from, I was like, I thought you were talking about the style. She's like, it is a style. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. I just knew there's red and there's white. (laughs) But um, also my thing has been basically as far as like the case I was gifted from a client, it's basically been like, when you open these things, what the fuck do you do? You gotta get drank. (laughs) So my new wine serving is a bottle, bottle, not, I guess, evening, I guess.
1: Well, as we as we get older, well, you might graduate from beer and become a wine drinker as you get older.
0: If that happens, it's not today, not tomorrow. It ain't twenty twenty four, but it might happen.
1: You really might I'm t- a red guy. You really might turn to, you, Austin, you, really, you really might turn to Austin. Oh
0: man. <laughs> hey, look, this is a screenshot. This is a screenshot. Yeah.
1: All right, so as always, all podcast platforms, iTunes Google Play, and Podbean. And uh Ringside Club we use code M man to save ten percent off your order. So we took last week off. I didn't watch much except for Survivor series. I did not watch full gear in its entirety. Well actually I didn't I didn't watch much of full gear. I just kinda peeped into what I saw from MJF and Jay White. So what did you watch in over the past week?
0: Jeez, are we that far back? We haven't it's it's full only a week. Gear. So I I watched full gear. We missed a week. Did yeah. we, we didn't review Full Gear, right? No, well, Full Gear was great. I did watch. I watched Full Gear. It was, I would say, it was overall good. I know people are, aren't happy that the devil wasn't revealed. Matches um, were beyond solid. Um, I guess I want to. You didn't watch the show, so I don't really know how to ask you this, given that stance. But I know you're a much bigger Edge fan than me. I think me and you are pretty equivalent on our Sting fandom, just due to the way we grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, like, is I don't want to say it already, like, lost the luster. Like, maybe, like probably by the time we get to the one-on-one feud of Christian versus Adam, I'll uh, be a little more like into it. But like during the six, maybe it's because it's a six-man. I just, I, I, I it couldn't keep my attention. It was good. It was it was good. But I had to watch the match twice. Like, it's just like, it's just not holding my interest. It's not something that it's like, there's literally like lower, lower mid card, bottom of the card stuff that just catches my interest a little more than a, these 6 main tags where you kind of always know how it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have any thoughts. I guess I kind of was just trying to gauge. Again, you didn't watch it, so I just had it. I was wondering where your current stance on uh, Adam and Jacksonville.
1: Um, it's going to take some time because, like, the thing with, with him in WWE I thought was perfect was is I'm not sure if he wanted to be full-time, but I thought it was best for him to be part-time because, like, granted, he was there for three According years. According
0: to him, he wanted to be.
1: What, full-time?
0: Yeah, yeah, he wanted to do more, but they wanted to keep him as special.
1: Yeah, and I and with him being an older superstar, we'll get to that in a few minutes. I thought that was, that's what was best, because it's not taken away from other people. And, like, you actually build him up more as an attraction. And then the story kind of matters a little bit more. And he's not, like, basically doing, like, things that really don't matter or just trying to force him into something. But, like, him, we... but. I'm interested to see, because I did see him and him and Christian had a face-off today on Dynamite, so I'm going to look forward to that when that I, does pop up. Go ahead.
0: It's a weird night where I didn't watch Dynamite right
1: before we recorded. Okay, so I did see that picture popping up, so I'm interested to see the dialogue between those two, but um, it's different seeing Edge week-to-week because now it's like, okay, you're not getting him in the spurts. Everything now is like on a weekly, week-to-week consistent basis, and it's all about... As always, well, it's all about the, the booking and how he's going to be positioned. But right now, he's positioned, positioned with Christian, and we'll see. We'll have to see where it goes. Very well.
0: Yeah, it's basically my main thing. Um, I, I Overall, I again, since I didn't just watch Dynamite, we're not just coming off the heels of it. Um, I do feel like the Dynamite overall the week after full gear was pretty solid. Um but if you have no other specific AEW
1: notes, I actually do because I'm we we haven't touched on this before. But I did I am aware that MJF and Samoa Joe reluctantly are going to take on two members of the Devil's team, and we haven't talked about this yet. And I mean, is that from tonight? Yeah, I did see that. I didn't see. I, I, well, I read that. Let me rephrase myself. So that is going to happen next week. MJF and Samoa Joe are going to take on two members of the Devil's team, and we haven't t- Not hit on that. for
0: the ROH titles.
1: I-, I didn't see that part, but who do you think the Devil could be?
0: Oh man, it's in hindsight. In three months, I think between our show, so many other shows out there, radio shows speculation on the show from the wrestlers playing these kayfabe characters is really going to be funny to look back on whoever it's going to be just because just I thought the idea of it being Britt Baker was amazing I thought Adam Cole doing it while Hurt, amazing it still being Max, amazing it being Punk, great it being Jack Perry, great um... <sighs> one of my earliest thoughts was it being Roderick Strong it being strong and then, you know, underneath the gremlins, it being the kingdom in a weird way. I still think that's kind of best case scenario, kind of like it could really lift them up. It's kind of like you thought Vince was so weak and then he pulled up and said it's me all along. It's Oh shit. Like he was somebody like, I feel like despite whatever credibility, Strong and and um, the kingdom have, if they pop up and they're in those gowns, all of a sudden you fear them a little more. Um, I don't want. I don't even think I want to be right at this point. I'm really leaning that it's going to be Jack Barry, especially. I hate to make. I hate making this comparison. It's, if you watch a lot of the skits, especially like the first couple of skits with them, the people were freaking small it could have been me or smaller people (laughs) in these gowns. so i'm thinking like when you think of retribution and like there we saw so many different iterations of like these people in these costumes some of them were very very small and then it turned out being different people i i i don't know i i don't feel like I don't feel like the people that were first in the mask are... Or, you know, the people that attacked Jay White, I don't think that's the same people that we're going to see unveil. Maybe. Um, if so, I really think it's going to end up being Jack Perry.
1: So, I've heard that, but I'm kind of intrigued of it possibly being Adam Cole. I'm not like... I feel like
0: that's the most... like I... <sighs> Out of all the people I just threw out there, Cole or Britt, I think is the best case turnout.
1: Because with Adam Cole, because like this whole story of him still being the tag team champions and finding new partners every time there needs to be a title defense. And like the whole thing with MJF having to overcome the obstacles it's kind of like, remember their feud started over that title and there wasn't a and and with the with the match they didn't it didn't go forward after that and it became a tag team and it's just like how legit was Adam Cole's injury? Like do we even know and like you said, you can have anybody under those masks until the reveal happens and you brought up had with Robert Strong and the Kingdom. When the Kingdom first came, and I was like, okay, maybe you could put Adam Cole back with the Kingdom, because that's when they were at their best. So that could be somewhat of a reunion there. But the whole idea of Adam Cole... Do we put
0: Matt Hardy with them?
1: Please, no. Um, oh, God, the poor Hardys. The guys can't even hardly move anymore. But that whole idea of it, especially with them still, quote-unquote, being the Tag Team Champions... I, I think will be like an excellent story to that pep because that's probably one of the best stories. No, probably one of the best stories in wrestling this year was Adam Cole, MJF, from being enemies to friends. Beautiful story. And what a way to continue it. And like in, like you use the, the example of Retribution. I'm not sure if you remember this, but remember like in 2016 when SmackDown first became SmackDown Live and they had La Luchadora. Um, interfering in the women's ma- in Becky Lynch's matches, I was, and it was it was like Diana Perrazzo under the mask, but on the reveal there was Mickey James.
0: Oh, I, I, I don't remember this at all. Like I do and don't. Like I don't remember that. It, like it was Diana. Like, we never. We didn't get nothing on TV that it was Deonna, did we? No, no. It was just, just the person the under
1: sheets. the mask came in, and then like the final reveal in a cage match. It was revealed to be Mickey James. So that's 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 really intriguing right there i know mjf demanded the that the devil reveal himself next week as well so um i think that's about it from aew unless you have something else to say that unless you have something else you want to talk about from full Gear before we move forward uh
0: i really need to catch up on this dynamite and i feel like i, I should have watched i didn't even really this just a weird weekend i didn't even get to i wanted to watch collision because i'm still not completely understanding this continental classic um i have interest in it i can only assume you have less but like the fact that there's like seems like it's a little misleading whether there's a belt a trophy a ring or whatever but at the end of the day you're gonna get the acknowledgement of that plus the new japan strong championship plus the ring of honor championship plus there's a scoring system and i don't know if that's going completely off the g1 so i'm I'm looking forward to seeing how, how this tournament's going to shake out. It's not the normal single elimination. I don't know if you have any thoughts or knowledge on that. The
1: only thought I have is it sounds like the NBA in-season tournament, which I will never under-fucking-stand because I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? What is this?
0: Definitely did not see that. So he would go with that, but uh, yeah. it popped up. It, 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 it,
1: it has somewhat similar rules. I'm like, okay, anyway, moving on about these tournaments. So we had Survivor Series this past weekend. What would you give your rating about Survivor Series 2023?
0: Showstopper. <laughs> Say something different. I'll I, hang up right now.
1: This for the entire show, I give it a high stopper dog.
0: Can't even give it a low showstopper. No. All right. So hold on, hold on. I'm gonna. Ask, there was five matches. Yes. What do you think of the women's war games match?
1: That that was my favorite match.
0: Okay. That match was awesome.
1: Yeah. That was my favorite match.
0: EOS, Eos Sky, find me. <laughs> like, love you.
1: With the trash can?
0: Harry Sane, love you a little less. Bailey, love you the most. <laughs> Wish I could have smelled her gear like after match. Just kidding, guys. Don't cancel me. Um, Yeah. That match, awesome. We're on the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. The Miz is a fucking star. Seven years later seven years <laughs> later
1: seven years later.
0: Continental title match?
1: You didn't think loved that was good? It. I loved it. I loved okay. it. I love right. I, I right. absolutely loved it. And I'll get into it when I go on about it.
0: There was was there any other championships on the line?
1: The women's world title. Myself. Rhea
0: fucking Ripley? Did you see her? First off, did you see her? I always see her. Okay saw her entrance. You saw her look. Mm-hmm. Saw the fucking match. Mm-hmm. Stark ain't a fucking star.
1: Stark's always been a star.
0: Okay. There was another match before the main event. Another, another singles match. What am I forgetting?
1: That was a women's match. It was, it was, There was um, Dragon Lee and Escobar.
0: No, no, no Damn, you call that a women's match? No, no, um, no. The women's okay. match
1: was, no, I mean the other match. The I, know, did, I know, like, I know, I okay. know. You
0: know what I meant. There was another singles match. Okay. With respect to these two, more to Escobar, but um, two great singles, luchadors, not a good match. It was good. Early part
1: of the storyline. What the fuck? Did you hate the main event? The main event, that was, I had more ex- higher expectations for the main event. Um, What what else did you want? I just had a little bit more expectation for it because like, there, there are aspects of it I liked. I liked the fact that Damien tried to pull a fast one and um, cash in during war games. I did enjoy that. Um, but love when you speak for me. I love that. But I thought like when Randy came in and like you could make an argument about this is like. It kind of ended abruptly right after that.
0: I, honestly, I don't know the time. That, that's but my nitpick.
1: It just felt like matches, okay, Randy's there, It's over. Long. I know.
0: Those matches are long. It didn't need to go longer. That's
1: just my opinion.
0: Maybe maybe he got his shit in. We got the DDT spot. We got arguably the greatest RKO of all time. (laughs) That's better than the Evan Bourne spot.
1: It was definitely higher. (laughs) Two guys threw this
0: goofball up. This guy that hasn't been on TV, whatever, in a year and a half, boom.
1: The highest fucking RKO ever. All right, man. you're, then, you're, then you're gives, not going to let me. You're not going to let me. I'll I'll, tra- I'll retro train my rating. I'll give it a showstopper because right now you're you're really not going to let me live. So I give it a showstopper. Not like I gave. Not like I dropped it out. But I'll give it a showstopper. <laughs> if anybody's to before, how, how, that's Like, like the matches were good. No, I like, like I said, for example, open a match. Women's war game match, excellent. Um, Bye. The reason I was more intrigued with that was was because I, I've been championing Michael Cole since Hunter took over, and they are like, really like playing this whole thing about Bailey in Damage Control, and I never said this before, it might get cancelled, but when you look at Damage Control, somebody don't belong. <laughs> and It's, it's Bailey, and they are not shying <laughs> away... going to
0: get cancelled by me.
1: <laughs> and you know they are not shying away from what, they're all what,
0: fired. Yeah, They're they on fire. They're me. not
1: sh- they're not shying away from Kyrie Sane's departure from WWE when Bailey and Sa- well Bailey and Sasha attacked her backstage. They're not shying away from that at all. And they kept talking about unity. They they came out on the mask together. And even in points, Bailey in in point Bailey took the fall, but Bailey also like sacrificed herself in that match for her for her team, even though she did take the loss. And everybody keeps looking at her. Like tell the like yeah. Like, like she's like the odd one out, even though she did sacrifice herself, and it, it's kind of like it's great storytelling when it comes to damage control. Because I've been, I was never a big fan of damage control until EO really won the title. Because they never really did much, but through if when you look at the duration of damage control, Bailey's like been the one like putting them in these awkward situations. Like, okay, you're, okay, you guys are going to defend these titles. Okay, you'll defend this. Like the moment with Asuka, when. Um, they're having that. They're talking in in Japanese. I think. Or you will
0: fight my battle.
1: Yeah, it's like they're talking in Japanese, and um, Bailey's like, "Oh, you know what? Yeah, she'll give you a title shot tonight." And, she, and he was like, "I didn't say that," and and, and things like that. So it's like Bailey's always like kind of putting themselves in these situations, and it's kind of like it's kind of coming to the forefront where like Bailey's going to kind of get pushed out of damage control a little bit. And I really liked it because they that they really like harped on that in the entire match. I did love it. Go ahead.
0: What I really will love if I'm not even looking forward to it happen because you must assume like it just changes the name of it. Like it's like, the hottest topic like, right now all through pro wrestling of like stories being too long or too short. I I'm cool with this story getting a slow burn. Not that it hasn't, but like Kyrie hasn't been back for a while. Asuka hasn't been in the group for a while. Like, the slow burn with this, fun. Like, hey, if tomorrow or, you know, Friday night on SmackDown, I'm not looking forward to her just being, like, ejected out right away Then, that. Like, I, I would, they, they could obviously, like, shit on her about, you know, her taking the fall. But, like, you know, she took that bullet. But, like, to me, that's what's really exciting about this storyline because I'm not sure if it's what you just said that you were really, like, looking forward to the storyline or, or this match because there's so much going on in it between the eight women, I thought there was the potential, but I didn't think they would execute it as good as they did. And they knocked it out the park.
1: Yeah, Yeah, they have. And like I talked about for months, like get Bianca away from damage control, but she had the few months off. So it was kind of a little bit fresh. And then you talked about the slow burn. Triple H is done an excellent job with slow burns because how many times we come on the show talking about we thought the bloodline was going to break up. They did it. Um, re, the more recent one is, is Judgment Day but they're stronger than they were, they're stronger than ever in the last few months and same thing with damage control it's, the, it's like the slow burn we thought immediately EO when the, after EO won the title that was going to be in damage control but then they added another layer by bringing Kairi and bringing Asuka into the group so they're doing an excellent job like doing a slow burn with these stories to get to ultimately get to the the greater end of, the, end of a story and uh, The Miz and Gunther, amazing. Like, the way, <laughs> the biggest Miz man now. Like, the way, storytelling, like I said. Like, the the way the way they told the story of The Miz, like, being, like, a talk show host and Gunther not taking him seriously. I thought it was great. I thought he took Gunther to the limit. We all know Miz is not the level of a worker as, like, Sheamus and Drew McIntyre, the guys he's been in the ring with. But, there was a moment where I legit thought Miz would win the title, and the thing with these matches were infused with Gunther is, it seems like every person he fights, you want him to take the title from them. It's so like you could like we talked about this with Sheamus, we talked about this with Chad Gable more recently, and now it's like the Miz. I legit thought the Miz was going to win this match because he took Gunther to the oh, limit. Oh,
0: use a mark. What? Are you saying you thought you actually thought he was going to do like? I hoped it I knew it wasn't gonna happen, but I just like that you know you you bought in. Yeah,
1: cause cause the record is that like Gunther's record is. If he is gets there. a
0: rematch, if he gets a rematch, I think it's possible. I Man, like holy hell did I never ever ever think I'd say this. Like respecting him? Yeah. Would I want him to break Gunther's streak? Awesome. Ty Jericho. Geez, that I never thought I'd say that. I I know there's re- audio record of me saying on this show that <laughs> oh, should yes. never happen. Oh yeah. However, man, talk about giving the devil his due, giving some respect to this guy who's given decades of his life and time to the company. Gunther, who months ago broke broke the the IC title Rain record, and if it's Ended by The Miz. Miz not only ends it, but then ties the most reigns. Shit. Talk about some respect to the guy. Yeah, And, I mean, he's been in an interview recently saying his his new goal in his career is to not only, you know, tie the record but break it. So, I mean, I feel like it could have – at this point, I feel like Somebody beats Gunther, and then either the title, there's a transitional champion, and then it goes to the Miz. But if it's the Miz beating Gunther, I ain't, you ain't going to hear sour grapes about it for me. This ain't going to be me crying that he beat Ziggler. This ain't going to be me crying that he beat Ryder. This ain't going to be me crying that he beat Ambrose. Uh, long time coming. Shout out to Mizan.
1: <laughs> I can't believe... I'm hearing this right now.
0: but It's not the wine. I swear.
1: I, I the Miz, excellent showing at Survivor, at Survivor Series. Uh, Escobar and Dragon Lee, I thought it was fun. I love... Do you a think he Santos. showed out
0: so much in the ring because he had a new friend backstage? Just kidding. <laughs> we'll get to that. I
1: thought, I thought they had a great... They had a good match. Um, I love Escobar as a heel. like Him trying to like take Dragon Lee's mask off during the match, I thought it was really really good. Rhea Ripley and Zoe Sark like you said, Zoe, we all know Zoe Sark's a star. Hopefully they actually get the ball rolling with her and we know who we we know about Rhea Ripley. The men's war games match, like I said, I expected a little more after the match uh, Randy Orton making me look at myself in the mirror and say go to a gym because my god <laughs> that guy came out looking huge. I was like, my god oh, so You jobbed you job the match out because he's big, carrying oh, no. more weight around
0: he wanted to put short time in. Oh no, stadium. I meant good weight.
1: I meant good weight.
0: Oh, I, I I believe me, I, I know what you meant. I was just talking that shit. I know. I was
1: like, okay, I was like, okay, Kim, okay. <laughs> but and like you said, maybe the, the, the highest RKO ever. And of course in Triple H fashion. That- Plus, say what you want to say about JD McDonough or the judgment day. Boy,
0: they look fucking awesome. Like I almost like I get it, the cool thing of Orton coming back, the speculation of punk, blah 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 blah. But I was looking forward to, like, a 4 and 4 like, where you get, like, a full faction. Like, they didn't need Drew. But, like, the Judgment Day as a five-person group, four, four men in it, very DX-esque. <laughs> uh, I love the look of the faction. That faction doesn't need to end anytime soon. Like, literally, War Games next year, I still want to be talking about the <laughs> Judgment Day. Oh, yeah. by the way, I'm sorry, finish your thought before I, get, no, no, go I go say ahead. say anything else about it. Go ahead. War Games, all I can say, I did not think it was going to be a bad show. We all know these premium live events have been delivering for WWE. I don't know if you would argue the statement. I may be wrong. Maybe it was 2017 and 16. I'm pretty sure it was just 16. Survivor Series, for the better part of the past 15 years, maybe more, hasn't mattered. Correct? Yeah. Maybe it was 16 and 17, those those, those good years with Shane. And, and,
1: I and really probably the, the, the Sting in 2014. What's thing?
0: Did he have a match where that was just him showing up? That was when, that, when Ziggler, yeah, that, that when was Ziggler rare, won Survivor Series. Rare good yeah. Um, I would argue, and it is it, it, it really focuses on the main event, the match, the story. Because I actually just watched the full show. I just watched the full show. And I can't even remember the other shit that happened. But there was some stuff going on. Like, there's the triple threat. Theory, Bobby, and Seth last year at Survivor Series for the U.S. title. Theory, theory won. Mm-hmm. Theory won. Who who is the champion going in it? Rollins? I believe it
1: was, uh, yeah, it was Rollins. Great match.
0: Mm-hmm. Hate Theory. So I probably, like, negative on it because he won. Arguably one of the greatest Survivor Series in the past twenty years. I, right. the the and again I go off the, the story that men's War Games match. We all say it. The kids say it. Whatever. Cinema. That match was cinema with mm-hmm. the story, everything going on. Um, that match was great the night it happened. It was great the next morning when I rewatched it. It was great a week later. It was great a week ago when I rewatched. Oh, it's
1: it's beautiful. <laughs> it is a beautiful match.
0: I thought there was simply no way they could hold a candle to what they did last year. In my opinion, they did as close to meeting what they did last year that they possibly could have. There was no way of doing better, but getting just as close to it or equivalent, they did it. You, there were so many stories between Oose and McIntyre, Judgment Day, and every one of the baby faces, Sammy and Oost, Oose and Cody. Orin, is he going to show up? I love him coming last minute. I love the. Is it going to be Punk? It could be Punk. But instead of giving us Orin. Let, Let's let's send Rhea sexy ass out there real quick. <laughs> pop the whole crowd. Pop seventeen thousand people in the arena when you hear her music. She runs out. Of course, of course, she's not doing her stoic, you know, strut down, you know, shoulder to shoulder with the briefcase. Now she ran her ass down there. Then boom, we got Orin. Huge pop. I know he gets overshadowed, uh, overshadowed later in the night. He's not to talk overnight. He's not to talk uh, Sunday and Monday morning we get Orton. He's vintage Oregon. Orton, he's getting his shit and he's doing all his spots. Cody, biggest baby face in the company, gets the pinfall. Get that legacy moment. We get the old peak NXT pre-COVID little WWE signature in the corner. And then we get a short but sweet return. Pop the fucking world. Sent prep a video. I was sitting in my bed with the blue moon. Pop Jen. Jen popped that I was drinking a blue moon <laughs> with a tear in my eye. <clears throat> Nine years and ten months later, the found. Fa- I don't want to say the foundation, but since episode one and episode whatever this is, there has always been a lot of talk about CM Punk, him coming back, not coming back. This man has been gone from WWE for nine years and ten months, and he shows back up with a terrible haircut. Nonetheless, <laughs> no, no, no merch, white tea. I, we're about to take up about nine hundred hours of airspace when we talk about this. But how do you not like this? This show was perfect. This show was a showstopper. It wasn't a low showstopper. It was a pure showstopper. <clears throat> and a great press conference after after.
1: Oh my god. Oh um, I'm loving this. Um so you talked about it. CM Punk came CM Punk appears. The speculation oh, hold
0: on, hold on. We, we really dropped the brawl. Warren came back, we talked about that. We're gonna get into oh. Punk. Good backstage segment. Our truth is R-Truth finally is back. back. He got injured in the next day. He shows back up on the main roster and the sheets ain't talking about it. We barely <laughs> dropped it. Out. You know what? If, if Ron Patrick Jr. was on the show, it would have been the opening segment. But oh my god! Remind somewhere. me tomorrow.
1: Uh, Remind me tomorrow. I have a coworker, a new coworker who looks just like him. Uh, I'll send you a picture tomorrow. Well. <laughs> yeah. So CM Punk is back. Uh, we talked about the speculation immediately after his departure from AEW, and. It's a surreal feeling. How do you feel, Marcus? <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: And then how do you not feel? Like, I was choked up in the moment. Like, that with a – so, all right. I'll try not to go to a long-winded rant, but a, a couple of quick stats. So I said – It's been nine years and ten months since he came back. I tweeted the exact amount of dates since he's came back, or days. The last time he was on WWE TV, the logo looked different. (laughs) Obviously, commentary team was different. Changed a million times. The general managers and authority figures changed several times. Every belt essentially is different. This is a moment we've talked about on the show at nausea of could it happen, would it happen, should it happen. Um, It's so cool to see it really happening. In the past nine years and ten months, we have heard on WWE live pay-per-view or TV program in Cult of Personality one time, and Paul Heyman came out cold of personality is the first time in nine, it's the second time in nine years and 10 months it was played on live WWE program. Um, there was the cool cue and hint, all these dirt sheets, these super marks come up with because in living color, just posted a remastered version of it, which is what is being used. Um, we haven't even gotten into his Monday night raw program or promo. I'm very excited. I I love, I love AEW. If anybody's listening to the show more than once in the past two and a half, three, four years, I love AEW. Uh, I wish everything worked out way better for him. I hope AEW works out. I hope it doesn't go anywhere. I hope in twenty years, if we do a twenty-seven year Matt Madness reunion, we're talking AEW. Um. However, come on, the feels, him, him and Punk. I became a fan of Punk when he was in WWE. You 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 did not become a fan of CM Punk in Ring of Honor. Um, And to be quite frank, he's not gonna... He knows his limitations. And Triple H, retired or not, CM Punk is owned to it in MMA. I'm a huge CM Punk fan. Overall... Fandom's a little bigger for Punk than it is for Hunter, but I do know whether that motherfucker is due to not wrestle again. He gets out of line backstage. Triple H is going to beat his ass. <laughs> all right, so, so all
1: right, so you queue me up. Are you were you done?
0: I'm never done, but I would love for you to talk.
1: Okay, so you 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 me up perfectly because Triple H will not be scared for his life. when it comes to CM Punk so this is like they always say never say no and the one thing as I've gotten older is like I respect like business people because I understand business is business you can't take of course business personally and it's also in this situation with growth between Triple H and CM Punk but I will say this I don't believe this gets done if Vince is still in charge I think Vince would reach out because we always hear about Vince reaching out. He's reached out to Brett. He reached out to other people. He's been, um, um, le- had differences in the past. Um, we we watched on the Cody documentary when he called Cody immediately after his departure from from AEW. So business- business-
0: who, do, who gets the co- co- uh,
1: credit for Cody? Well, in the interview, in the show, in the um, documentary. I believe Bruce Pritchard, said, Bruce Pritchard said that they got on the phone with Cody right away. And Vince said I was wrong. I, I'm almost positive that's what happened in a documentary.
0: I feel like, it, and maybe I'm biased to Hunter, but like I feel like it's one of those things where like, in the scoreboard, Vince is going to get the credit. But I think Hunter's smart enough where he's going to say, his dad's gone. You've known him since he was born. I'm like a big brother, older cousin. You calling him is going to mean more.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sure Hunter had some. And if if we if we
0: cheat and Mickey the scoreboard, what what is what's Vince brought back? Two people, Brett and Cody. That's it. Everybody that comes back is due to Hunter. Ultimate Warrior is due to Hunter. Bruno San Martino, due to Hunter.
1: Well, Hunter is a goat. Hunter Hunter's a goat.
0: Hunk, obviously. So, obviously, I'm missing two names. I'm missing two names. But either way, I'm talking three to two right there. So, Hunter's leading.
1: Okay, well, well and, Vince, Vince, and, go and, ahead. And, and, like,
0: all right, so I'm, I don't even want to say I'm contradicting myself. Already. So, Bruno and Warrior were two people that came back and went to the Hall of Fame. Bret Hart, I get it, what he did? Two matches, three matches? Weren't even like real matches. It was really for the Hall of Fame. So like Punk, he's bringing a star back that's going ha- to wrestle. Yeah. This isn't him coming back and saying, hey, I'm going to the Hall of Fame.
1: Yeah. Also, Vince, did, you. Vince, did, Vince did mend the fence with Austin. When Austin walked out, if you want to give him any kind of credit for that. I want to
0: give JR that credit.
1: Well, that's it.
0: That's more, doc- you know that's more well, documented. Oh, oh, yeah.
1: Well, also, we also know this. When it comes to certain things, we know there's more hands in the pot than we know. But this, in particular, with CM Punk, we all know if Vince was involved in WWE, this would not happen. It's, this is a Triple H thing. Um, the company is completely different than what it was 10, 10 11 years ago when he left.
0: Different when it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different um, when he was, for sure. Punk
1: left before like he really saw Triple H's vision for what the company can be because NXT was still up and up and coming, even though Punk did make an appearance down there before. But everybody else was pretty much up and coming over there in NXT. And... The, the worst comparison,
0: short, short statement, the worst comparison, people that have certain associations will... Always, no matter what, be screwed by proxy. No matter what Triple H did, good, bad, or indifferent. Whether he only did good and no bad. Whether he only did bad and no good. He was in a relationship, engaged, married, had kids with the boss's daughter. He was always going to be screwed. In my job, I'm friends with one of my managers. We trade beers together my co-workers know that i get a bad rep for that at work no i can do no good in my co-workers oh, yeah. it's one of those things there there's always going to be one of those things but hopefully now vince being 10 years older less in the picture punk's gonna have a much less of a schedule etc 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 me and like like hunter said in the press conference it's 10 years later. We're all different people. There's no way we should be the same people. This all should work way better, way different. Yeah,
1: abs- yeah abs- absolutely. absolutely. And another thing, like I said, also the Vince isn't involved. WWE doesn't, Vince doesn't own WWE anymore. Um, the UFC partner is a, is a part of WWE. So that's, that's another thing as well. And, I think Punk will, will, Punk kind of appreciates or can appreciate the structure there a little bit more because Seth Rollins, right from the jump, you saw immediately after Survivor Series him losing his shit and then the house show the next night he's losing his mind on a promo saying he's not going to waste his time talking about Punk, even on Raw said it. So we already know that Triple H and whoever's involved are going to handle this the right way between these two, it's like, look, he's here. I'm not making i I'm not, I'm not going to make a show for him to be on. He's here. You guys are, are going to work together. You guys are going to make us. You, you got you both. You both guys are going to be putting a program. You guys are going to make money together and make money for the company. So, when it comes to CM Punk coming back, I think it's great. I think, I believe he's working a part time schedule, so that's perfect. That's similar like to the Edge thing. You could bring Punk back. Part-time, like, even, like, when I talk about part-time. his
0: first match?
1: Even when you talk about part-time, like, a lot of people, like, we gave Brock Lesnar a lot of flack for years on this show about his part-time schedule for, like, the big four. Was and the was kind of show, a... But, like, this year, Brock was around. Even though he was, That's like, calling part-time. That, yeah, like, for last I,
0: I opened this chase yesterday.
1: Like, this year first in particular, year. Brock was around a lot. It feels like from almost. Have we seen him since Mania? No, we haven't seen him since SummerSlam, but or, but ever since like you think
0: since SummerSlam, Cody.
1: Oh shit! Yeah, 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 the three matches with Cody. Yeah, he had the three matches with Cody that went on from after the Russell past Indian. two
0: years. He's been around nonstop. Yeah, he's
1: been around a lot. So if that you day want,
0: one show, the day since the day one show. Yeah, if you well, want, to... what year
1: is that? Twenty one or tw- twenty two? Twenty two. So if you want so if you want to, if you want to put him on that kind of part time schedule, I think that's really good. As, I think that's really good as well, but. When he left AEW, I talked about the possibilities because AEW is a different place now. More people work that limited schedule now. Because remember when he was talking about Punk had that problem with Brock. But now a lot of people do it. Roman does it. Brock did it. Edge did it. So now you could kind of implement him with that same schedule. He's,
0: yeah, he's, it's 10 years later. It's more common. Yeah. There's, a, there, there's real competition. Yeah. It's not what TNA was doing in competition 10 years ago. He He's smarter. It all... He's not looking at the same window. Plus, Busted Open yesterday did a phenomenal show. Maybe today did a phenomenal show talking about And These guys are in the business. We can't rem- – they're not super more fans like us that can remember every detail of what he said nine years ago in a podcast with Colt Cabana. But, like, when he left, did he leave because he was misdiagnosed from injuries multiple times? Yeah. Did he leave because he was upset that he wasn't in the main event of Mania? Yes. Did he leave that part timers got chosen over him multiple times? Yes. Did he in did he leave because he had matches where somebody else got a way bigger payday than him? Whether it be like, you know, his match with Taker or I'm trying or, or The Rock, these part timers got a much bigger payday than the champion or somebody else yeah did he leave because of his relationship with triple h did he relieve because of an unsafe environment with ryback did he relieve because of his relationship with vince i'm i'm at seven and i can keep going and going yeah, and going a things. One of the things, it, they did they did a great show where like he they were bringing up something my memory was jarred i'm like oh yeah this oh, shit, well, I want to, like, call in if I'm listening to a podcast where not the live series. I want to be like, but oh, you guys forgot this. You forgot this happened, this happened. And, like, the guy was very – we've said on this show for, you know, more than half a decade. He was justified in why he left. Um, Good, wrong, or indifferent, he sees the right and all that. The, wrong, the You know, he sees the wrong and all that. And he's 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 there, and, like he said on Monday, he's, he's home. Um, It's complex, but it's going to be an exciting couple months to be a wrestling fan. Um, December is always weird. January is going to pop. March is going to be cool. February, too, I skipped it because I'm so excited. <laughs> beginning of April.
1: Woo! You might have to go to night one now.
0: Hope I can get a cute best friend to be next. In
1: I can't do both nights. It's too much. Unless your best uh, uh. friend, unless your be- other best friend's a female blonde, um, <laughs> it won't be me. For n- night night yes, two? It won't be a female blonde. Night two, you got me. Uh, so. I'm about to make I'm about
0: to make the twenty three hundred uh pastry bet with you at this event.
1: Which one's what's that? Oh no, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're not doing that in a FedEx truck. Um, so, oh my god. Reportedly, I think this is wrong to do, but I saw before we started the show. There's a report going around that it's a rumor that Rollins and Punk is set for the Rumble.
0: Would be crazy. Could be a series.
1: I would kind of. I would, would kind of want that to be the a mania match. I
0: would like. I would like it to be a first time touch the mania. Going to be very, 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 very hard to justify December, January, February, March them not touching. I could see mania main event, the rubber match.
1: And I'm glad they're going right to Rollins, because. Uh, we're gonna talk about this in the, in the next couple of weeks, but between him and MJF, those are the two runners for Superstar of the Year or Wrestler of the Year. Um, but when it comes to Seth Rollins and his f- stories, the realism that they kind of get, like if you go back to his story with um, Roman, you go to the story with Riddle, um, the the stuff he was doing with McIntyre, um, the Edge stuff. It's like Rollins is building like a, on another level with his feuds and with this, this is somewhat personal to him. Cause you know, Rollins is the company guy and he, he made his feelings about CM Punk clear over the, over the, over the past year, especially after he was fired from AEW. So I'm looking forward to this a lot and I cannot wait.
0: It's going to be exciting. It's going to be very exciting. Uh, I'm a fan. I'm just looking forward to sitting and seeing what happens. Uh, I, I don't know where to go. Um, fa- fantasy booking, because I hope that makes the most sense. I hope it ain't Punk ruining a story that needs to be told. But um, uh, it's not even like the perfect rubber match scenario. Imagine Punk has a match December. Match or two, maybe he has a TV match. At the Rumble, we get to the Rumble. It's Punk versus Rollins for the world title. Punk wins. New world champ. Get to the February show, rematch. Ends by DQ. Whatever way, doesn't matter. Title doesn't change. Rollins wins. He's got the win, but it doesn't matter. Maybe they do it again in March. Doesn't matter. DQ some bullshit. Seth goes over at Mania. Seth's Seth has never closed Mania, has he?
1: When he won the title. Doesn't count. No, it doesn't count, but that's about it.
0: So you get Punk and Seth both night one, both their first times closing mania. They'll do enough business behind the behind the curtain that they'll earn each other's respect, whatever will be buried. Punk doesn't deserve to go over. He's back for four months. Seth gets to go over. Seth's in the main event for his first time ever, and he wins and gets his title back. First two-time new world t- champion. That's, that's fantasy book.
1: Now, I like the idea of the Rumble match and the NDQ and you get the the match at WrestleMania night one but with Punk back now they're kind of like
0: I'd I like to put you might, I think it makes sense it, it, it's going to build some real effing intrigue especially if you think of last year the titles were both on Roman There were, you, you, that between Rumble to, to Mania there could be no title change so you get that title change. You get that excitement. Like, holy shit, who's Punk going to def- defend against that mania? And you got Seth working his way to get that match.
1: And the thing is, like, it, it's tough because with Cody, quote unquote, finishing the story, does Cody win the Rumble again? Or does Cody, because you would have to think Cody has God, to you win. That you, would think Cody, you would think Cody has to win. So Punk can get another way to Rollins again at WrestleMania. But do you think a smart move would be for Cody to win the Rumble again? Because that's like the obvious choice. Even though though obvious isn't bad. It's about the storytelling. So,
0: so yes. All right. So before you broaden it up about the rumor of Punk versus Rollins at the Rumble, I would say Cody doesn't need to win. Let's all accept it. I'm a Cody Mark, but that's not what I'm talking about accepting. Cody is a motherfucking star. Not like go away heat star. Like guys loved He don't need to win the Rumble. He won it last year. I I think if we get a world championship match, Cody uh Rollins versus Punk huge. I think Rollins or Punk going into the Rumble and winning and going on to face Rollins at, the, at Mania night one makes sense. Cody, at this point, there's this whole brand split is a joke. I always thought since the brand split, it makes sense. Cody wins the Rumble, he picks Roman, he'll face the SmackDown champion. The brand split is such a joke that Cody can. I thought honestly, I thought when Jay came over to Raw, he was gonna be the one to go over to Smackdown. Who the hell ended up going over to SmackDown? Kevin Please. Owens. I thought Cody I thought Cody was going to SmackDown. That's how we were gonna end up getting there. I think at this point, Cody's such a big star. He just shows up. He was there he was there two weeks ago fighting the guys in in the judgment day. He just shows up, calls his shot. He don't need to win the rumble to get to get Roman. The story's there. The fans aren't going to complain about it because we want it at this point. Not only do we want it, everyone's comp- the majority of people are complaining enough about Roman, which is what they want. They want people complaining about it.
1: Yeah. So that, that that's the strength. Well, thing.
0: What's your thoughts on that? There. What What do you think? Of, so, oh, also another thing. If I didn't just mention it, Hulk has never won a Rumble.
1: Yeah. So that's the thing. If if you're doing the the Rollins. Punk match at the Rumble, we have to assume Punk isn't in the Rumble match.
0: And Unless he loses, and then goes in yeah, the match. That's like shit they've been which which,
1: which, I, which I've always hated when they've done it recently. Always. It's disgusting. Uh, because back in the day, that 2017, wasn't
0: the case. was. that the first year? 2017 in Roman?
1: To my knowledge, in my, in my years really of slutty. watching, it was. It was
0: really stunning. I felt dirty. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, that Omar sitting next to me? It was bad. <laughs>
1: That might be why he felt dirty. Um, But um, yeah, so like, and then I think with Cody, they usually do the Elimination Chamber, No More Contenders match. I guess you could do that with him, but Punk would have to win the Rumble, though. And I think Punk winning the Rumble would kind of like add to finish the story, even though you kind of would assume that Cody still wins at Chamber if that's for contendership but there's a few ways they can go with it. But I think both these matches potentially are the perfect matches for night one and night two.
0: For sure. For sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like. All right. So here's, it's been touted on the show for years and I, there's a lot of you know, we both praise the opening, the women's match in the War Games. Um the War Games opening match. You, Pratt, Ron on this show from start to finish have definitely touted way more in the women's division than I have. What's your thought on the women's women's division not getting a main event?
1: Um, for WrestleMania? Yeah. Um it's it's all about if it's warranted or not. Um like more. I remember when, like Rhonda and Charlotte and Becky did their whole thing. It was like okay, we kind of knew where that was where that was headed because they got the big deal was Ronda Rousey. So we knew right away we knew that was
0: plus Becky's uproar. Yeah,
1: we we, we already knew where that was going. Um,
0: my my favorite was not to cut you off. Please jump right back on it. I just want to put this one tidbit. Like my favorite was Flair crying about it last year, because it's been what one year that they haven't main evented. If I'm correct, or has it been two?
1: Just um, one, two. Oh, no, been
0: two. Yeah, so I guess it was. I guess he, yeah, I think he tried not even acknowledging. I think last, I think this year he was crying about the women not being that He's like, is a tradition, only WWE would ruin. I'm like, they've done it twice. <laughs> 39 years, they've done it twice. Five years has there been two nights, two out of like, oh, but please continue.
1: You, you, you said Ric Flair said that?
0: Rick Flair said that he uh, was, he was uh, crapping, or uh, he was saying, uh, obviously, say, crapping about his daughter that main eventing. Oh,
1: uh, yeah, yeah, that, that was probably at night he was on the curb, he parked on the curb. Um, so when it comes to that, it's all about what is warranted. Like when Sasha and Bianca main event, I, I, I said they were going to the main event because I thought that was the best story, the best match to main event. And then later on, in later on, many week that week, Stephanie announced that that would main event night one. So that was warranted, but it's all about if it's warranted. I don't think... Now, Charlotte and Rhea, that match was main event worthy from this past year, but it wasn't storyline worthy as, like, the bloodline with Sandy, yeah. Cody, and Roman. Not the case. Quali- First, main, event quality, not yes, main event quality, but not main event story.
0: definitely this past year that Flair complained about it because, like, despite what you said about the women's division, like, we've said it on the show. Why not give praise at the... Thirty-nine years, one time ever, a tag match, mm-hmm. main event. It was the first year that this was the first year ever for the tag belts. Like
1: huge, huge, historical. Mm-hmm. And that match delivered too, and it had the story, it had everything, and coming into going into that women's match, those women's matches, I told you the to build to all of them were terrible. <laughs> all right,
0: here's a funny one. Let's say we get the perfect picture. You get Cody and Roman night two. Hopefully, story's finished, cousin Cody gets the win. Night one's Punk versus Rollins. Sitting here at 100 feet in the air, second to last day in November, with a baby face. Who's the heel in this match?
1: Um, Punk and Rollins?
0: Because it ain't gonna stay even keel like it is now, mm. or who should be? Because I got I got my spoiler horn so like or not. Maybe it's my spoiler, but I got my my, my edited prediction about this match.
1: Is I already of, think because I think both could play tween, and 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 that's 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 like the the, the a way to cheat good, good and dirty to guys. get out. But I think they both have gripes. You know, like Rollins going Ronald could easily say like. You, Rollins could turn heel by saying, "You guys are cheering for this guy who talked all this shit for eight years, and he, co- he goes to goes to another company, he talks more shit. Now he comes back because he got fired, and and Rollins and you know Punk being back, everybody's so head over heels for him. In some people's eyes, he can't do any wrong. But then you have some people who just are still mad at him and like or like legit just hate him and think he's a cancer to." a locker room. So it's like they both can go in and out of that tweener room and I think that's probably the way it's gonna go. It's kinda of, kinda of be like kinda of be like more like pick your poison and you kinda of gotta see where the fans Do
0: you think go even by to. Mania it's really gonna be a tweener? I mean versus t- t- tween is cool. It's cool. Yeah, I'm I, fine with that. I, I can't think of one that's ever been done and I definitely can't think of one that's ever been done in the main event of a WrestleMania.
1: Like we have face versus face Rock and Austin and Hogan Warrior, but it's like both guys like Hogan oh, Ward,
0: too, too old for for me. But uh, what are you talking? Seventeen for Austin Rock? Yeah, seventeen. Austin Rock. Like
1: both guys were like baby. They're both baby, but baby it, faces, it, it but it they don't do the baby deal. face. Yeah, ends with, the,
0: so yeah, it, ends with uh, a heel uh, uh, turn. Even so, I guess I'm even thinking like the match because the way I'm looking at it, if you think of last year, then again we're going up these like two year mania things, which is like as a super nerd, as a wrestling fan, like, I think it's almost like, it makes it too predictable. It definitely makes it too predictable as we go forward. But like, last year, we got the baby face huge finish with the tag belts. And once that happened, I was like, Cody ain't winning. (laughs) We ain't getting two baby face finishes back to back. Well, I'm praying night two, we get the baby face finish. So if that's the case, night one, Heel
1: goes up. Yeah, whoever that, whoever that, whoever that is. But the thing is, the thing is, is, like if you're a tweener, it's like...
0: Which, whoever's tweening the hardest?
1: Yeah, that, that's the only thing I can come up with because there's there's a lot of like legitimacy between both arguments for both parties. I
0: love it. What else?
1: Anything else about CM Punk?
0: Did you Return? watch his Monday Night Raw promo? I missed it. You're dirty.
1: I very. When's
0: last time you washed your hands? Before I ate. I got to cap my <laughs> lotion. Um, all right. Freaking Wednesday night. You haven't watched that promo? That's insane. I've watched it twice. Um, I don't know what to say because I want your opinion on it too. I assume you answer this. But, for the fun of it, are you happy CM Punk is back in yeah. WWE?
1: Yeah, because I yeah because I understand that one, if he he has to work the part-time schedule. There's so much more now that he can do with this new roster and then the people that are on elevated levels like, got him with Rollins. You can get him with Roman. You can get him with... Not you can get him with Cody, and he just add, he adds so much depth to the roster for himself. He he still brings a lot to the table as well. The same things I'd say he would bring to the table in AEW. The same stuff he's gonna bring he can bring to WWE. And I and I know that behind the scenes backstage, it's a different. It's gonna be a different environment back there than it was in AEW. Triple H and Nick Khan can man they can manage a target. So. I'm excited to see him back. I never had like a like the whole oh he's a cancer. Never that was never me. You know it's like okay that's what happened. That's what happened. Business is business. Whatever you guys can't get along. Tony Khan, get your guys in order. I don't know what the hell is going on over there, but it's like it is what it is. Now he's back. We'll see where things go, but I'm excited because I was never one of those people. That, oh my god, he hurt my feelings. Oh my god, he hate he hurt wrestling fans. That was never me. It's like okay is that you had a plethora you had a plethora of things wrong that you didn't like whatever business is business you left move on forget about it you entertain me you entertain me for all these years thank you for your time now I get back
0: we talked about it through his aw debacle in wwe exclusively i mean we talked about it there and i'm sure my exact verbiage was in pro wrestling and pro wrestling WWE could argue is bigger than it, whatever. Um, for the listeners, it's, it's beating a dead horse. This man, are we talking the past five, the past 10, the past 15, the past 20? I want to say more than 20. This guy's top one, if not top three. I'm not five, is a disrespect to him. He's top three most polarizing figures in pro wrestling in the past 20 years, correct? Yeah. So, what a testament to him. I'm excited he's back. We've had a lot of lung, whether it be missing him for years, when he's returned to pro wrestling to, over two years ago to AEW. Now he's back in WWE. Hell has officially froze over. <laughs> and on that note, I can't wait for the listeners to hear us again. <laughs>
1: Alright, guys. So, is that it? Is that all? That's all you got, so you got for me? Not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. <laughs> me too. Alright, so, as always, guys, subscribe to all podcast platforms, iTunes, Google Play, uh, and Stitcher, Ring Suck, Collect. we use, use code M-Man, 10% off your order. We'll be back soon with our top 10 wrestling figures of the year, and, of course, the Annual Maddie Award Show pretty soon. For Act 2 Fly, Eric Trambicchi, I'm Alo Aaron Lloyd. We'll see you guys soon. Talking all of than this madness. They talking other, they talking other, they. Hop on the top rope, about the land with this elbow. Got him now, put him down right now, hit him with the palm handle.